Blog Talk Radio. Fifth Dimensional Living with your host, Diane Bachberger. Diane has been given message from the fifth dimension and higher to bring greater peace and understanding to the lives of others. She lives and experiences these higher dimensions to help our world come into balance and to raise to a higher vibration of love. You can find more information on Diane on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash dbachberger1 as she shares great wisdom with the world. Let's welcome your host of Fifth Dimensional Living, Diane Bachberger.
you know, they kind of make themselves known, you know, to us or, you know, to me. So it's it's all really, you know, I'm going to make this an interesting, fun show. So sometimes it can be heavy-duty stuff. And then, you know, the significance of, um, you know, different totems that I see. And I've been seeing a lot of blue jays lately. Um, so I will go into Ted Andrews' Animal Speak book and talk a little bit about those type of and then the ruby and what it's like as a healing stone and apples and blueberries. You know, it's funny because, you know, this is the time of the year or very soon that these will bloom, right? I mean, in the other end of the planet, that's when um, apples and blueberries in certain specific parts will, will grow on opposite sides of the you know the earth but right now i'm i'm really feeling those and that that's a bit unusual and um i want to also talk about detoxification with foods and you know what what's the latest thing out there and i will talk a little bit about sugar you know i could talk about a, lots of different things but i'm going to talk about that a little bit um also I've been having dreams just over the last couple of days about children with autism, you know, these crystal children. And I believe, you know, the part of the reason why they're, um, you know, have this aut- autistic sort of thing is that they're really going to the inner world and doing a lot of work. And um, a lot of people really don't understand that. So in a way, they're giving us a message to teach us to go within right now. And, you know, I was talking last week about all the different um, retrogrades that are going on. There's going to be four altogether when they're all going simultaneously. And, you know, that's about going in the inner journey and, you know, going back and looking at things, you know. And so humanity right now is doing a lot of clearing and some of it's dark energy, some of it's karmic. Um, and I, 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 I talked a little bit last week, I believe, about the fire heart, you know, about different energies and stuff like that. So I might touch on that a little bit, okay? So where do I start off? Maybe I can start off with um, indigo, indigo children, you know, I think a lot of people who've been listening to alternative radio have a little bit of an idea what indigo children and who they are. You know, indigo children, I'm just going to do this briefly. They have been around for a long time. Um, actually, Yeshua, Jesus, if you want to call him, he's an indigo. He has that uh, higher blue chakra activated and that has to do with you know the opening of the upper heart and then the higher chakras opening up so these indigo children have um they're on the blue ray which i am and you know a lot of these these children are on that ray but i i should say that the the diamond children which I will talk about a little in a, a little bit. 
they they have some platinum energy too, okay? So, you know, there's a lot of articles out there that talk about the indigo children. And, I, you know, if you want to go, you know, my name's Diane Buckberger, and you go into my Facebook thing, I have some articles, um, and you can sign up as my friend in my notes. I have quite a few, you know, way back when, um, articles on, on indigos and the different waves and that sort of thing. So I'm not going to... I guess if you kind of Googled it, you know, you would it would show up because, you know, some of the stuff that I Google takes, you know, to me to the articles that I've that I've I've you know, posted. But, you know, there's there's a lot of articles out there, so be, you know, if you're interested, go and take a look. So, you know, these indigo's children, so basically they have an indigo aura. So you know, different um, healers and, and those sorts of things started noticing these kids were having auras that were, you know, like a, a navy blue color or like a deep, deep blue, an indigo color. And that they were wondering, like, what what does this mean, you know? Um, and then one of the things that people have um, that have been able to read energy and stuff like that noticed that they have some of their DNA that's, you know, in other people that wasn't activated is actually starting to activate. And the crystal children have more activated and the diamond children and the rainbow children have even more so. So they're they're here to uh, help with the ascension of humanity. They're very wise. You know, I was um, involved in this hospital for sick children in Toronto Foundation. Um, and, you know, I'll see how long I can go because my, my throat is, is kind of acting up a little weird today. So I apologize about that. Um, but th- that happens when I... Um, you know, I'm receiving information and that sort of thing too. So anyway, the in, these indigo children—they're—they're they're amazing, and I believe that a lot of them really came in a big wave in the mid '80s and you know early '90s. There was there was a bunch of them, and um, that's the time the millennials came in. So that is isn't that amazing? Um, so these children that are being born, it's almost like they have some type of um, DNA activation or mutation or whatever you want to call it. And, you know, especially the crystal children have this crystalline structure that, um, that's been activated. So they, they're very intelligent. They're, they have, um, they're very clear about inner work and spiritual things. And um, anyway, the, the indigos were, you know, are still are very sensitive people. And they're the ones that um, went through a lot. You know, um, that's why, you know, people talk about, you know, getting injections and different things and being sensitive to them. The indigos especially are very sensitive to 
calculations. And in a way, I think maybe um, the powers that be or whatever knew that, and they were trying to, you know, cause them issues and trouble, which which it did. And they were the way they think and the way they see things. It is a lot different. You know, they question. They're very driven and they're leading um, pathways back to heaven reality or fifth dimensional consciousness, okay? So, you know, some of them were put on Ritalin or they were given medication or whatever because they start, you know, they weren't conforming. They were speaking up and different things like that. And a lot of indigo men have taken drugs to be able to deal with everyday life here because it's not what what they're used to, okay? Because they're they're used to being in a in a higher realm. And you know, some people say the Octorians, some of them have come here to, and you know they say there's lion beings too, and other beings that have come here that are <clears throat> crystal. They're they're showing up as the crystal children. So, you know, more and more people are becoming aware that these children are different. And, you know, the the children, indigo children now, like I have two indigo children, and my mother was an indigo, and that was an earlier wave of indigos. And I have a sister that's an indigo. There's always been indigos, but there's been waves of more of them, right? So I would say about, you know, mid 80s to the early 90s, there there was a lot of indigo kids coming, and you know they're they're very bright, and they shouldn't be given drugs or you know a lot of junk food and that sort of thing because they they can't process. Another thing about indigo, they're very musical. And, you know, my daughter is, is, is extremely musical, and so is my younger son. And they can they can pick up an instrument and just play it. And, the, you know, it's, it's just, they're really attracted to rhythm and music and frequency and that sort of thing. So, it's all about, I guess, looking at this and realizing that they are different. And they should be, you know, I, I guess some parents did treat them like they were very special, okay? And that's a whole other story. You know, they, they've had to come into this world and realize, hey, you know, I I might be different, but what I have to deal with is what everybody else has to deal with, unfortunately. And But they, they need a lot of nourish, uh, nurturing and proper nourishment, and it just it was really sad to see a lot of people, you know, didn't like the way they were speaking up and stuff and forcing them to conform. I know, um, I'm trying to think of um, Trump's second oldest son. His name's Eric. He's definitely an indigo. So I think he's a millennial, too. And... Ivanka, the the daughter, kind of sits somewhere in between. She's very influential on her father. I know that for sure. Um, like I said, they're very wise. 
And, the, you know, there was this um, Generation X that was between the baby boomers and the millennials. And and that's a whole different thing. I, my older son's, you know, it fits into that category. So anyway, what, you know, the, I was talking about how um, some of the crystal kids are autistic, right? Because they can't um, deal with this reality. But um, a large portion of crystal children, <clears throat> I don't know what's going on with my throat, but a large portion of crystal children are, you know, very healing and very nurturing type of of, of children. So they're they're all, they're different than the indigos. And <clears throat> I'm just talking about my experiences. <clears throat> but you know, they see the indigo children see themselves in different realities, okay? They see themselves in a higher consciousness. And they don't understand, or they didn't at the beginning, why everybody else was playing along with all this stuff that was going on on the planet. Not everyone. You know, people on the Blu-ray, Blu-ray beings and original ones like me were, you know, speaking up. So, you know, another thing is, um, you know, people say that a lot of the indigos, they have big eyes, right? But the crystals have even bigger eyes. So their the physical consciousness um, a development is, is, is different too. So, you know, I talk about opening up the higher chakras and opening up to knowing and that sort of thing. The indigos, they seem to just know things. It was funny, years ago, my daughter, she said, I don't study, Mom, but when I write exams, I seem to know the answer. And I said to her, I know exactly what you're talking about because I have, you know, you you connect to that, you know, universal brain or that all-knowing. It's interesting. So they they don't understand why everybody doesn't get it. (laughs) Um. And you know, like I was saying, the, the crystal children are very nurturing. You know, they're they're a little bit different. The other ones, the indigos, are there to, you know, kind of open a pathway for people to expand their consciousness. And crystal children are there to awaken and to heal. Okay. So this is a time of great change and great transformation for her humanity. But these children are being born that way, okay? But humanity as a whole, you know, people that are came here and were born as human have a lot more catching up to do. So they they've been doing that and it's it's been going on and that's what the show's about. That's what I've been talking about. Um the diamond light. They're a type of crystal children, and they're the children of the original ones. And I've talked about that on the show before. Um, some people say they started being born in April of 2009, and other people say it was the fall of 2010. But anyway, it was around this time. And, you know, prior to that, there were a few diamond children being born. 
um, I was talking about, um, you know, the different bodies last week. So go back and listen to last week's show. You know, the, the outside of the physical body. Um, and then I mentioned the cosmic body. These children are really aligned with the cosmic consciousness. It goes beyond heart consciousness. And I, I talked a lot about that, not about the the cosmic consciousness, but, you know, opening of the heart and that sort of thing on last week's show. Some people call them the children of the sacred rose also. So it's just about how their energy, the petals of the DNA, when they come here, they're, they're opened. Um, they have 144 strands of DNA that, you know, you may not be able to see them physically, but in their um, outer body, you know, the energy bodies, they're there. You know, because I, I can see them, and I can see them in myself. I'm basically um, a template for that energy, for um, the diamond, you know, diamond energy. And um, they're also helping to bridge this light, this, you know, platinum um, diamond light into new earth consciousness. So there are um, other children being born, and they call them Generation A. So we've gone, you know, like to the millennials, the X, the Y, the Z, and now the Alpha children are being born. And they're a little bit different than diamond children also, but they're extremely bright. And I would say they're about three years old and, and up. So these, these um, getting back to the diamond light children, I was saying they carry that platinum ray in their energy field, okay? And, and this energy is very transformational, accelerates consciousness. So people like me and people like these diamond children, when they're around other people, they ruffle their energy. And it's very transformational. And it activates deep-seated karmic energy and all the other stuff. And I talked about karmic energy last week and how humanity now is is releasing that. Well, you know, a lot of times they've been activated and the different types of energy and, and you know, the astrological signs that we see around us are the things that are actually reflection of what's going on within us. So it, it, this is what this divine light, this platinum diamond light from these children are it's like what humanity is is attaining to so it's it's going to happen more rapidly because and and humanity is going to rise into this fifth dimensional consciousness and this light with all these children are helping with that and, you know you've heard about the rainbow children too they have different colors in their aura they're very healing children too so there are some indigo children. I think they're almost in, some of them are almost in their 70s now, close to it. Um, 
and there was another wave that came a few years ago, and they were in their 30s, so they, they'd be from their mid-20s to mid-30s now, okay? You know, you can read all these articles, but they, they're from a long time ago, but I'm just correlating it to now because fifth-dimensional consciousness is about the now. <clears throat> but, like, getting back to these, indigo crystal beings you know they 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 they, they kind of correlate it together these slash they they started the first wave of indigos that really started in the 70s but there were also some indigos in the 50s so a lot of these they're very powerful and evolved people and they're leaders so and they're they're good at putting things into um into sound like words or things like that because you know they're also good at singing and music and they're clairaudient they hear things in music i'm clairaudient too so what 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 clairaudient means is that things come through the throat and they speak their truth but it can be in many forms, okay? These truths. Um, so right now, a lot of these um, indigo children, they're not children anymore, right? They're teachers and leaders and thinkers. All fields right now on this planet. And they have that cutting energy, that energy that paves and creates and you know, they're, a lot of them are artists, musicians. They're really good at, you know, sciences. They're, they're all round, you know. And a lot of these indigo children have, what do you call them, um, guides and that sort of thing. So they've, they've created uh, a pathway or a bridge to the new earth. And what they've done for humanity, too, and um, I haven't read this anywhere, but this is what I have experienced and I've seen energetically, is that they've been holding the energy in the higher consciousness for humanity. And it's been very difficult for them. It's like they're pin cushions of, of, of that energy. They've been... So they've felt really yucky and horrible and holding a lot of energy for humanity. So some of these kids, though, um, these indigo children, I should mention, that some of them are not autistic, per se. Maybe some of them are, but they're dyslexic, some of them. And it's really odd, but um, my mother was dyslexic, my sister's dyslexic and my daughter's dyslexic, and they were all indigos. So they don't see things in a linear way. They see things in multidimensional form. So, you know, I remember my daughter saying, you know, I don't see my alphabet in a row, Mommy. I see it one this way, and then it goes in a bit more. There was depth to it, you know. and But she was being taught in a linear way, and... So we actually had to do, you know, 
some studies and, and different things, and I have understanding of these things. And she did really well in school. She got, you know, extremely high marks because indigos are extremely intelligent. But it's just about understanding, you know, this type of consciousness, that they, they have a different type of consciousness than most of humanity. So it's, I, there was a, a pattern uh, of energy that um, was reflected in humanity in 1987. And I, I don't want to get into it, but I've talked about it before. And it, start, it activated this, really started activating this consciousness. They're conceptual. They, they're, they don't think in a linear way, okay? So they don't, they see the entire picture. They don't, you know, like, they, they see, um, say, a mathematical equation or something. They see beyond that mathematical equation and where it leads to. And they see patterns. Like, I, I see patterns all the time in numbers. They're the ones that are going to notice, you know, the numerological patterns and the things going on around them because they're in a different type of consciousness. You know, and then they're going to see, hey, you know, my, my son wasn't feeling well for a while. And he goes, I keep seeing this chipmunk around me. But chipmunks mean that you're doing some inner healing, right? So they, 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 they notice things around them that other people don't notice. But it's just because they're in a different consciousness. So it has been difficult for some parents that have had indigo children. And these kids have been bored, in <laughs> school because they need a lot of stimulation they can be appear, appear difficult and I don't want to get into it you know about kids being difficult and all that sort of thing um, but they can understand why things aren't being done in a more simple way and they'll say it and they'll express it and and then they'll kind of be canned because of it they'll have to be sent to the office these are you know so it's just they need to be stimulated and it's just part of the evolution of humanity it's changing so there 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 are millions of them now on the planet and like i said 95 percent of the children being born right now are indigos or crystals okay so we do have to be aware of them and in a way I'm just saying that this is my opinion. I think it's a good thing because they don't like to see crap, okay? They don't want they don't like to see people getting ripped off. They they don't like lies. They don't like deception. And this is what has been going on in the planet for so long. They they're not going to you know, they have been pushed down and you know, drugged and that sort of thing, but they're not going to put up with it especially when they're going to be the ones that are running the planet, right? So, and also I should point out, you know, I talked about, Trump just mentioned him because, you know, a lot of stuff that's been going on with him, people don't understand. And I talked a little bit about it on the show I did, I'm trying to remember back when, um, December, I believe, and maybe a little bit in August, the show that I did way back when. But 
Donald Trump's youngest son, he's uh, he's a crystal. And he has, I believe, two children that are indigos. And, you know, so they're coming around us. And, you know, they're going to confront him and say, what the bejeebies are you doing, you know? So there's a power shift on the planet. There's an energy shift. There's a shift to balance. And, you know, those who have lived for power and who lived lifetime after lifetime in their powerhouses sitting, you know, in what they quote-unquote wanted to control the earth, they're going to be leaving, and they're not becoming, they're not going to be around. They're they're going. So this, like getting back to the crystals now, they're, they've got this incredible energy, and this incredible healing energy, and this higher consciousness, they're they're incredible. Well, all, all kids are incredible, but you know when you talk to them, you're like just like wow. The children of ascension, and ascension just means that the energy centers within the body are opening up. The higher energy centers are opening up, and then the physical and the outer bodies are becoming one. Okay. So we're not going to have all these different layers. It's just going to be kind of one layer. And they already have it. You know, some people like myself already have it. And people look at my aura and they go, you know, they're really, they're, I've had people run after me that can see auras like, what the heck? Why do you have this? But it, it's 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 nothing right or wrong. And it's... Um, it has nothing to do with it's just the way the creator has recalibrated creation of of beings on this planet right now so but one thing about these children they have a higher vibration um their structure will be different um even the bones within the body, they're not going to be as hard. You know, it's going to be more pliable because they're not holding any karmic stuff. They they don't hold any karmic energy, these crystal children. So what I've heard that a lot of people that decided they wanted to come back here left and release their karmic energy to come back as crystal children. So, you know, if you've had a family member that has gone, and you know, and you've noticed that a lot of people are, are going right now, and they're just saying, I don't want to, you know, kind of be here right now. And I've had a lot of friends and family, you know, decide they didn't want to be here in this type of energy, and they wanted, they chose, or they're choosing to come back and be these, you know, how do I put it, expanded beings of light, okay? So they're, they're the ones, I know this sounds weird, they're not, the, they're children, but they're not the children, they're the elders. They're here to shift things here and, and bring back 
the new golden age of light and love, okay? You've heard people talk about, and other people have distorted. So they're around us right now, and they're incredible. So it's a blessed time, and it's, it's it, you know, incredible. I, I'm just going to see go to the chat room to see if there's anybody that wants to, has asked any question. Um, nope. Uh, somebody asked a question before, but not one now. So this person signed out, so I'm not sure if they... Yeah, indigo children are the children of the new earth. You know, people have... Yeah, you know, there's a book called The New Earth, and um, humanity is changing, expanding, and that sort of thing. So they're the ones that... Um, are the ones that are changing the frequency and bringing uh, the higher frequency of light planet right now. So it's, you know, like I said, it's a great time of, of change and transformation. And, you know, I've actually, when I was a child, and I still have the dreams, I'm up on this beautiful mountain with pine trees. Everybody's wearing white and everything's so bright and white. Even the ice cream, when you cut it, it has prisms in it. These aren't just dreams. These are what I've experienced. So, you know, they, they're just bringing this higher frequency of consciousness to the planet right now. And divine joy. If you, if you see crystal children, they don't get upset very easily, okay? And these are the children of Lemuria, you know, a lot of them are. They've come back. You know, they've been here on several incarnations. And this is a time where um, the consciousness was in fifth dimension and higher on the planet. So the, these children, you know, they're children of the original ones too. So how are you going to receive these children? They're a blessing. And... I am praying right now for these children, okay? That they be, um, well, actually, they create their own reality. We all create our own reality here. They're so positive and loving, they create beauty around them. So there's going to be more beauty on the earth. And like, you know, I was saying before, they're, they have um, golden light of, of Christ consciousness, their heart consciousness, and they have their all their chakras open and they have the cosmic consciousness too okay so they this diamond light carries galactic frequencies and light coats that you know to help the earth you know the earth i believe it was in 2005 went into fifth dimensional consciousness and kind of kept a little opening for humanity you know for, for the straggers or the ones that so they won't be left behind, okay? So there's everybody's been given a chance to go to this new reality. And these crystal children wanted to come here to help. And I am one of the beings that came, I'm, I'm here to help too. So I know that for some people this might be a little bit much to kind of comprehend, but I think a lot of people now have been open to this so this diamond light, this creative consciousness, um, intelligence, 
it's important that we align ourselves with this light, okay? And it helps us with our creation and our manifestation of bringing this reality to the, you know, to this 3D world, okay? This diamond light, I, I've talked about it on the uh, on the sh- show before, but it's been a while, so I'll talk about it a little bit more. Um, you know, when the Shakti energy or the, you know, that Kundalini energy in the base chakra is activated, it comes up and then it goes to the top of the head and comes back down again. But when this diamond light is activated through the higher chakras, you know, the ones that are above the, you know, the the regular chakras, the galactic solar and the, the soul star chakras that I've talked about on occasion, this energy comes from source and it's goes into the crown chakra and it goes into the pineal gland but it also goes and activates all the chakras in the lower chakras and they become more activated and there's more going on with them but it has this light is so intense it has a a really really profound pineal gland and it actually stimulates the nervous system and the cells and right down to the DNA. So um, this, it's almost like you get saturated in this diamond energy, and it allows your energy field and your body right down to the cellular level to be activated with this energy. You know, some people have, you know, all of a sudden they just get activated and they don't know what's going on, and it's almost like your body's pulsating. But um, and it, it's very re- revitalizing, and but especially now, as you're going inwards, and it's reflected in those uh, four retrogrades that I talked about last week, flowing intensely. So it's important that you release a lot of the karmic stuff. So right now, what these crystal children have been doing and I've one of them into my own description of myself um, we've been kind of taking on people's karmic energy and and helping them release it for them because we have a very intense healing energy like I said when you get around I've had people come up to me and, and start flipping out, you know, years ago because they didn't know what was going on. And at that point, I knew that my energy was ruffling them. But, you know, it actually, right now, um, it's it's assisting and raising um, consciousness and frequency of people. So these children are actually, you know, doing a lot more than just sitting here. So it, it's it's totally up to you, you know. Um, some people resist, but other people, you know, it, it's accepting and integrating this diamond light. But they're they're very beautiful children. They're very beautiful souls, and you may see them like they bilocate. They may um, how do I say this? Um, start radiating like their skin 
is almost is very luminous when it's activated by this light. So these diamond children, they came after the crystal children. They're also masters of time and space, just like the original ones. And they have a totally different perspective. You know what is really funny? This on Facebook the other day, I was writing about the crystal children in this, um, or the diamond children. And this um, lady, her little daughter's three years old, and she's just so bright, and she just radiates and everything. Um, she heard a cuckoo out in the woods. And then she said to her mother, let's not tell anybody about it because we don't want them to hurt the cuckoo. Very protective energy. So, you know, I was talking about these diamond children, the ones I've experienced in this wave that I experienced in 2010. But people have said they, they've been showing up for a while, right? And I'm... I'm, I'm the, the diamond children is is basically what I am. So you know, they, there's always some type of being here. But <clears throat> there's a new wave of them coming now again, and that's why I'm mentioning it. The children that are being born right now—they're a new wave of diamond children. And they're just starting this week because I'm I, I'm feeling and sensing it. And what's really, really amazing, you know, I'm going to just say this. Um, but, you know, I think it's amazing, but m- other people may not think it's amazing. Trump's son, Eric, who's um, an indigo, I think his wife's due to have a baby pretty soon, maybe in September, I think that's coming to me. This baby's going to be a special diamond. Got everybody in, in, in his family. You know, he's got crystals, he's got indigos, he's, gonna, he's having diamonds. It's, I, I get the word diamond in the rough. But his um, crystal child is really making a difference in how he sees things and does things. And, you know, if he doesn't do what he's supposed to, they're certainly going to tell him what they think, okay? You know, a lot of people don't don't like him, but just remember, he's got like a whole army or a bunch of kids that are going to tell him what they think. So anyway, I was, you know, talking about these diamond children being masters of time and space. But they know that time and space are illusions, okay, that... Um, and they're not afraid to take this energy or power or whatever you want to call it. I don't want to use the word power because in fast and 3D power has had negative connotations, but they know exactly what type of template or what earth they wish to see. And they're like little prisms. They, the light reflects around them. And they can create this diamond light into pure creation of light and within other people too, okay? So these diamond children are assisting everyone basically to raise their frequency so they too become higher consciousness and masters in time and space and creators of a new reality. But right now, and what I talked about last week, 
we're look our humanity is looking and going within themselves like these you know retrogrades have shown what they're looking within themselves and seeing what they don't want these children don't have to do that they know what they don't want they they haven't been you know their energy hasn't been used against them like a lot of humanity so you may be feeling the power of this energy this generation of powerful beings on earth here and they're activating energy here so this power powerful energy is like a almost like a pendulum you know when the pendulum gets activated and it and it, say there was something there it would hit something else it's the extra push to help humanity awaken and you know the earth is already a diamond earth and the children you know they talk they 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 call it the children of the new earth you know you've heard that expression or the golden children or whatever they're making them their presence felt on this earth and they're pure and and clear and like i said you know the the indigos they themselves won't tolerate crap or lies or manipulation um it was really funny i was watching this show and i i i don't know if i talked about it on another show but this kid who is definitely an indigo his father the mother was saying he he lied 30 percent of the time so the kid made him take a polygraph test and he was really pissed off and then he had a polygraph test and he he didn't lie at all but it, it kind of made me laugh in a way because these children the indigos and especially the crystals they 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 have more of a a piercing energy the indigos are more of a uh, of like making a pathway type of energy and holding energy for other people but these diamond and crystal children um they're actually ignite this fire heart within you that i talked about last week on last week's show so they won't tolerate lies or manipulation yeah and they won't participate in anything that has to do with anything that's not clear beautiful energy or high frequency so there's going to be a time where they're going to say we don't like what you're doing and we're going to help you but you're going to have to go take classes and learn how to be nice <laughs> that's the sort of thing that these children are going to be doing and, and you know um this is going to be a kind of a I had this dream but I know it was more than a dream about my father and he was in this place where he was getting lessons to how to be the, the you know a better person right and then he said to me but we cannot uh, or I cannot go on and come back and be one of these you know kids unless you forgive me and I I, you know but in this energetically I couldn't get my brother or sister to forgive to forgive him but maybe on a a physical level they did 
But I went back and I said, Dad, don't worry, I forgive you. But they are not going to allow anybody to come back that doesn't have things straight. And their heart, upper heart, is not open, okay? So, I, you know, I was talking, you know, I've talked about this a lot, but it, it's something that's really important. Otherwise, I wouldn't be talking about it. My throat wouldn't be going all funny because, you know, something's more is opening up in my throat chakra. I think that's what's going on. So, this the energy is raising on the planet. The frequency of the energy is raising on the planet, and partly to do with these kids, okay? But, you know, along with shifts and release of a lot of karmic energy, there's going to be more chaos. And you've, you've seen that around what's been going on on the planet. It is a reflection, sorry to say, that is what's going on within humanity. So, what I'm basically, through all this and things that I've talked about, it's important to focus this fire heart or diamond heart and that energy that we have within us and heal humanity, okay? And when you have that balance within you, you have strength, you have courage, and you have patience. And you can manifest things around you that are pretty incredible. I'm having so many things that are going on around me. I'm just like, wow. I pray a lot, but it's for humanity. So I have loads of energy to do it, too. And people say, well, how how come you want to do that all, all the time? It's not that I so much that I want to do it. It's what I'm here to do. Okay? And this is because of the divine energy or source or whatever you want to call it, God energy opening up, okay? And things shifting on the earth. So eventually we're going to have a diamond earth. And the, the, the planet is also helping with this. You know, it's going to awaken and, you know, it's setting enough of this crap and how people are treating me and and that sort of thing. But we'll look at what's going on within their lives and start um, changing things. You know, when you look around now, before 50 years ago, there wasn't a bunch of chemicals and food and that sort of thing. And now, you know, there's a lot of chemicals in food. And and because of, you know, certain people that wanted to manipulate people or, you know, put fluoride in the water, put immunizations and all that stuff, well, you know, the Diamond Children are saying, no, this isn't going to happen. You know, they're going to speak their truth and walk in truth. And, you know, some people don't like that, but that's just the way they are. And they're going to be kind about it, though. And... It's about living in harmony and balance and the future that the earth is also manifesting. So, you know, these little kids, they want to be out in nature, you know, and they want to respect nature and to be at peace with all living things, just as I do. So, 
you know, when you're in a 3D world, it's based in the root, right? And we manifest from the root. When in a fifth, fifth dimensional consciousness reality or diamond earth or whatever you want to call it, we manifest from the heart. But it's also from, you know, the crown chakra too and higher up. So, But it's, it's connected to the root because we're still in a physical realm. So these these children are they're 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 what's making everything change here. And you know what I was seeing in these dreams and and visions and things that I have about these people working together, everybody's loving, and it's 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 about passion and commitment to this path that these indigos have created and opened up and that these diamond kids are opening up within everyone, you know, people are going to um, connect with their their families, their, their um, seed families, or their, you could call it a crystal gar- garden or a diamond mind. Anyway, what I'm seeing <clears throat> is that there's going to be now, they're, they're, these diamond children are starting again, but there's going to be a major, 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 major influx of these, these children in September. So, I, anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm going to leave that l- like it is now, and I'm going to talk about, um, maybe I'll talk about this detox. You know, I was talking about the, the fire heart and activating and opening up your chakras and different things like that. And, I, and if you're interested, you can go back into the archives and listen to a lot of the shows that I've done. But um, book out right now. And, oh, I, I didn't mention this. Um, I, this is important, too. The Diamond Children, they basically, and I, I live on this sort of stuff. If I eat too much of certain things, that doesn't agree with me, but uh, they're very sensitive. They mainly... Um, like things like um, nuts and fruit and berries and vegetables and that sort of thing. They need high-frequency food. I just thought I'd better tell you that. So, uh, <clears throat> But we still have a lot of food that's, you know, meats and different things like that. But, you know, the family of these children may not understand their digestion. Okay? So... Also, if you notice you're starting to get allergies and things, which these children do if they're fed certain foods and stuff, um, there's a book out by Julie Daniluk. She's a registered holistic nutritionist. It's called Hot Detox. And I've noticed a lot of people in my children, especially in myself, that we're the foods and and some of the foods have chemicals in them. They've got the GMOs and different things. They they don't. They've been grown to cause problems. Okay, but there's things that you can do to cleanse your body. You know, we're cleansing ourselves within, but we're also cleansing what we eat. So this hot detox is a 21-day anti-inflammatory program to clean your gut and cleanse your body. So. It's 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 published by Collins. So if you're interested, and it's called 
Hot Detox, a 21-day anti-inflammatory program to heal your gut and cleanse your body. And it's by Julie, and her last name is D-A-N-I-L-U-K. Then on page 9, she talks about creating fire, the benefits of a hot detox program. Set your life on fire and seek those who fan your flames. So um, she talks about the Ayurvedic um, Agni, the digestive fire. So these things that need to be activated, if you're going through... um, you know, releasing a lot of karmic stuff right now. So this is the reason why I'm talking about these things. Um, is the power of the digestive organs to process and absorb what we're eating while burning off waste products? So sometimes, because we've eaten a lot of toxic stuff and a lot of GMO foods, when we eat them, the waste stuff doesn't get out of the body. It stays in there. So, But she says here, if we have a strong digestive fire, we're able to easily digest food and absorb its nutrients. If we have a weak digestive fire, our body won't digest well, creating an inflammatory environment in turn. Inflammatory foods can dampen the digestive fire by promoting negative microbes that disrupt the healthy microbe of our gut ecology. In fact, an inflammatory digestive environment can cause such a dramatic disturbance that we have terrible time digesting and absorbing foods we eat. We rely on our gut microbes, and if they are disrupted by poor eating habits, they can't assist with digestion. So basically she's saying that this force within us has been disrupted, be because of all the toxins in the foods and the GMO stuff and that sort of thing, and so we can't digest and absorb foods the way we should. And, you know, some people are relying on the microbes. And if they're disrupted by poor eating habits, they can't assist with digestion. So our little microbial guys in there say, nope, ain't happening. <laughs> so um, traditionally detoxification was done in the spring and the fall when temperatures were moderate and fresh greens were plentiful. However, the popularity of New Year's resolutions in January pushes many people to want to cleanse the heart in the heart of the winter. But this desire to diet goes against common sense. In the winter, we need to keep the fires burning within us to cope with the cool climate. Have you ever started your day with a frozen banana smoothie and ended up feeling bloated and tired by noon? So eating cold foods can also damage our digestive fire. So it's important that right now with all this cleansing and stuff that we follow you know healing and uh, ways that have worked for thousands of years sorry about that i'm getting a lot of runniness and throat opening of my throat um she goes on to say let's look at the physiology for a minute digestion can split into two main categories mechanical and chemical and in the mechanical it's chewing the food, but also the peristalsis and the you know the muscle contraction. And peristalsis is initiated by the motor action, electrical impulses, and the temperature of your meal affects the frequency of these motor action potentials. 
A cold meal reduces the frequency of motor action potentials in the gut, whereas a warm meal increases them. We may have evolved over 200,000 years, but we haven't eaten frozen or cold foods until the last 200 years, and we wonder why we have so many digestive issues. So it's it's basically about um, activating that fire within you to help your body get rid of and the, the toxins, but also to help you absorb your food the way you should, right? And they talk about amylase and lipase in the saliva. So after you swallow your food, the food produces a chemical compound called hydrochloric acid. And, you know, a lot of people don't have enough of this hydrochloric acid within their body, right? And then this um, enzyme pepsinogen and gastric lipase break down our food from large chunks into a slippery mixture called chyme. And then when people take antacids, they dramatically reduce their body's ability to break down food and absorb nutrition. You know, this friend of mine saying, oh, my mom has this upset stomach and I keep giving her this calcium stuff and I... I said, well, what is she eating? And he says, well, she eats a lot of ice cream and yogurt. Anyway, and sugar, you know, refined sugar. So these refined sugars shut off the chemical digestive process and impair the ability to absorb our food and our body's ability to heal. So an optimal digestive system is able to break down all food, cold and warm, Unfortunately, by constantly eating inflammatory and cold foods, we dampen our digestive fire. So if you're eating, you know, snack foods, candy and chips and stuff like that, it slows down the digestive fire and cold food. So if you're having that smoothie three times a day, that might not be the best thing for you. Let your smoothie come to room temperature. <laughs> anyway, um, Many inflammatory foods also affect our digestion because they're so acidic that they lower our pH. For example, cane sugar might be full of minerals, but once you suck those minerals out and turn it into white crystalline powder, it becomes highly acidic. So we require balance. It's balance. It's all about balance in this reality, especially. So we require pH in order to balance to maintain a healthy gut micro organisms okay so the healthy range for the ph is uh, 7.35 to 7.45 slightly alkaline if it is lower than that meaning the body is acidic there is great vulnerability to some disease so they just go on to talk about balancing your ph fueling the digestive fire and they they talk about they show on one side what is acid-forming alcohol. So if you're drinking a lot of alcohol, animal meat, coffee, grains, legumes, sugars and carbohydrates, and processed foods, all those sorts of things, you know, they're not the best thing for um, for people. So soda, too, okay, and processed foods. So they talk about alkaline-forming foods, fruits, you know, not all fruits, but, you know, pears and that sort of thing and plums. Most vegetables, leafy greens, some nuts and seeds, herbs and spices, non-dairy milk, you know, like hemp, almond and coconut and spring water. So 
they go into, we're also going to add certain foods to further balance digestion, such as bitter herbs and sour foods. Sour foods help to trigger bicarbonate to aid digestion. So, and they talk about the leaky gut and inflammation and what triggers it and what happens. And I won't get into that. And then stoking the fire, how the hot detox promotes long-term health. You know, maybe next week I'll I'll talk a little bit more about that because, you know, for time purposes. But, you know, with all this acidic system and stuff like that, and it, it breaks down the gut lining and then it causes leaky gut syndrome, which the particles of food get into, you know, the blood and these food particles haven't been digested and then you're you know the body sees it as an attack something to attack so when properly digested foods are attacked by this mass cell and it forms immune complexes which uh form from improperly digested foods and the, you know the histamine starts so you end up You've got this leaky gut, and it's getting into your system, and then your body's attacking it, and it's producing histamine. So it's breaking down your body. And then, you know, when your body's acidic, then your calcium leaches. There's a whole bunch of things happen that causes a lot of problems with your health. Anyway, they say here, they talk about stomach ulcers, too, that can, you know, happen. Well, stomach ulcers are caused by an infection up to 90% by... H. pylori bacteria. It can be killed by antibiotics, but certain foods such as berries, cranberries, and then refined extra virgin olive oil can help them too. So it's important that you know you don't rely on antibiotics because it destroys you know the immune system. And then they talk about where the East meets East, Ayurvedic and Chinese healing. And then they talk about hot foods versus cold foods. So you want to set that fire within your body so your body will digest your food and get rid of the, you know, won't have anything laying around. It'll get rid of everything. Um, So let's see. They talk about this Chinese and Indian cultures have a great deal of healing knowledge. And they have a 5,000-year-old healing tradition with a similar um, belief system around the concept of digestive fire. So if one of the beliefs is that you have a digestive order, which they often consider a cold, damp condition, you should eat warming foods to counteract the poor digestive fire. And this is in tune with my findings in meals that heal inflammation and slimming meals that heal. I guess that's another book she wrote. Warming foods such as ginger and cinnamon are anti-inflammatory and help to heal the gut. So that's something to add to your food. To understand the wisdom of these cultures, let's begin with the Ayurvedic healing system of India. According to Ayurvedic, a person is a combination of three energy and elemental types called doshas that make one's up one's constitution: the vata, the pita, and the kapha, and the dasha. Okay, Avada Dasha is ruled by wind and space. When Vada becomes out of balance, a person can suffer from digestive conditions, including bloating, gas, digestive, and irritable bowel. So, you know, I know people that have had that, and um, 
the person that is ruled by that is often attracted to dry and crispy foods filled with air like popcorn, cold cereal, and kale chips. So I've seen so many of my fellow yogis attracted to dry, crispy foods and raw and the raw food diet. A person with a vata imbalance needs to pacify the vata by avoiding cold foods, and they are difficult to digest and only exaggerate digestive symptoms. So she personally said that she found benefit from following a warming diet. And my son's been doing this too, so it's been it's been kind of interesting to see him, you know, doing the bone broth, and I've done some bone broth. And she, the person also stopped eating vata-increasing foods like raw salad, which is strange for a nutritionist to do by my stomach. Somebody couldn't tolerate the cold, raw food, especially the lettuce leaves, and I found that the salad led to loose stools. I could certainly eat a raw salad now because I've healed my gut. You know, it depends on your blood type, too. I don't know what blood type she is. But anyway, she goes on to say there's value in, you know, the things that people have done for thousands of years. And what, you know, different, there's warming foods, and then there are neutral foods and cooling foods. So she's got lists of those. Anyway, I'm going to talk a little bit more about that on another you know, I'm going to go see the author, and um, I booked to go see that, and I have the books, so I just kind of get interested in that, but I know that a lot of people, you know, are having that issues with, with you know, doing a lot of the healing and stuff like that. So, you know, don't run out and live on a organic raw diet because not everybody's body is set up to do that. You know, if you're an A blood type, you can. I, I, I can eat a lot of that sort of food, but a lot of people can't. Okay, and, and what I'm basically going to say is that these diamond children can, can live on a lot of, um, but their, their systems are different, okay? So animals speak Ted Andrews, and this is on page 120, the bluebirds, because so, I've been seeing a lot of bluebirds lately. Mr. Bluebird. Anyway, you know that song, Mr. Bluebird on my shoulder or my windowsill? Anyway, it's on page 120. And the blue bird, the keynote is modesty, unassuming confidence and happiness, cycle of power, winter and summer, changes the season, okay? We're talking about cold and hot. So I just noticed... <clears throat> This is has to do with the switch, the cold and hot. So this bluebird is a native bird of North America, though once common, they are now quite rare. Well, I was at a friend's house this past weekend, and these um, bluebirds were chasing these little birds. But yeah, I don't I don't see them around too much. I see them in my yard once in a while, and. Um, they're a reminder we are born to happiness and fulfillment, but somehow we get so lost and wrapped up in the everyday events of our lives. It's like, you know, that hamster wheel sort of thing that we don't look beyond. It's it's like awakening, getting, you know, thrown off the hamster wheel sort of thing. I think that's what the diamond children are trying to do. You know, they're trying to say, hey, you know, like, take some time, and, and this is a beautiful earth we'll live on. 
So this happiness and fulfillment seem rare. When Bluebird showed up in the totem, it, it should first of all remind you to take time to enjoy yourself. They're part of the thrush family, and you may want to read about thrushes to learn more about the bluebird. So the males are entirely blue, while the females are only blue on the wings. Occasionally there'd be some warm reddish tones on the chest as well. So the Cherokee's blue is the color of the north, while in the magical traditions it's the color of the east. Um, the edge of many Jewish prayer shawls were often the color of blue. Blue is associated with throat chakra. And I've got st- something going on with my throat chakra today. And, you know, these diamond children, they speak truth, and so do the indigos. So, blue is associated with the throat chakra and creative expression. Blue is symbolic, so ask yourself what the blue means to you, pers- you know, personally. The idea of a blue being, being symbolic of happiness is is fairly recent. This concept has developed more within this century than any other time. As far as I have been able to discover, the bluebird did not uh, play any major role in Indian tales or myths. And it's always got a very plaintive song and modest, unassuming appearance. Its shoulders are hunched up and when perched, giving the impression it's ready to dive. This can be symbolic of a need to work hard and play hard. Are you trying to shoulder too much responsibility? To the Pablo, bluebirds are considered winter birds because they descend to the lowlands with the snow and cold during the season. This transition from winter to summer is dramatic. In the area of the western home of the Pablo is a transition from great coldness to summer heat. So, bird actually symbolizes this, um, you know, transition. So, look at, does this bird represent you at all? Maybe you don't. You shouldn't be eating cold food right now. You should be eating warm food. And, you know, maybe taking a look at that book or at least doing a little research on the Internet about it. So it is a symbol of passage, a time of movement to another level of being. Just like, you know, these diamond children and the crystal children and indigo children are bringing in. And, you know, the indigos are blue, right? Specifically, it is connected to the transformation of a girl into a woman, and thus the bluebird is also connected to puberty rights. This, of course, has connection to human fertility and new confidence and happiness in coming to your own. It's about knowing yourself, too. You know, when people aren't awakened, they just follow along, right? Um, other Pueblo uh, rights involved around the use of bluebird feathers as prayer sticks are also considered beneficial for snow and ice and for bringing the summer rainy season. There are also rights in the Pueblo tradition that tie them to the fertility of the land. Bluebirds are gentle and unaggressive. So there you go. They're kind of like those children, you know, they're, but they, they don't, you know, they stand out and they're trying to help. They do not push or bully other birds. They do play with them, though, and I, I thought that that was kind of cute. But they are very scrappy when threatened, so I think that's what I was seeing. They've been known to put into flight jays and even larger birds, and the homes usually have an entrance facing south, the directions for waking the inner child. So isn't that amazing, you know, the, the all these little diamond children being born or running around right now 
they're adorable. If a bluebird has come into your life, look for opportunities to touch the playful and intrinsic native aspects of yourself that may you may have touched lost touch with. I have seen the blue jay too, but not as much. So maybe I'll do that next week. I'll see if I see any more of them. Um, there was another animal I wanted to do, the squirrel. You know, it, it's it's on 316 of Animal Speak by Ted Andrews and keynote activity and preparedness in year round. Somebody, you know, was commenting to me how the squirrels are really running around again. So they're part of the rodent family and um, they're bursting with a lot of nervous energy and they're sociable. And they often observe, you know, scrounging around for food and digging holes and that sort of thing. You know, another weird thing I should mention before, I've noticed the robins. I could talk about the robins too, but that's, you know, like kundalini energy and all all that sort of the red energy. But I don't have to poke holes in my lawn because they're all digging worms and there's so many of them that it looks like I've, I've already done that to my lawn. So anyway, these getting back to the squirrel again. They have a keen sense of smell, and they store food. There's gray and the red, two main types, and there's also black. And that's a little bit more aggressive. I see all of them where I live because I live near the country. And there's a flying squirrel. And owls are usually the flying squirrel's cheap predators. And... um, Red squirrels are the sentinels of the forest. They chatter and scold when strangers appear. And it's like they're the reporters are saying, hey, there's somebody here and we, you better be aware of it. And the, the marten is the red squirrel's most dangerous enemy and it should be studied as well. So red squirrels usually have two litters per year and up to seven, wow, babies. Within 12 weeks of the cycle, they're usually capable of being on their own, and the 12-week cycle would be good to examine in regard to your own life. So I was seeing the number 120 and 12 a lot lately. The gray squirrel is the most common and most enthusiastic. Like all squirrels, it doesn't hibernate. It builds nests in the hollows of trees or in tree tops. And they're bell-shaped, and the entrance is on one side. Even though it's bigger than the red, it is... If confronted, the gray will usually run and avoid any type of fight. And it is bigger than the red, so it, it you know, it's it's more passive. Its predominant predators are foxes and raptors, such as the owl and the hawk. Gray squirrels, like the red, usually have two litters per year. And they're also, they're usually able to be on their own after about 12 weeks. So the all squirrels are quite sociable. They're restful for play and they're extremely observant and they like to imitate. I've seen squirrels playing with birds and it's it's really funny and you know it's almost like slow motion when I see them and people say, "Well, how come they're doing that around you?" It's it's just they feel comfortable to be themselves, right? So they're very communicative, you know, squirrels. They chatter and they can be heard in trees <laughs> when disturbed or playing. So one time this this squirrel jumped right at me. I was in a cemetery one time looking at these tombstones with a friend of mine, and the, 
the squirrel was on one of the tombstones, and then he he looked at me, and then he jumped, and he, I I kind of got out of the way, but he he almost took a dive to me. That's unusual behavior, but maybe somebody there I figured would, was feeding them or something, and maybe I I smelled like food, and he thought I was going to give him something. So, but it was kind of funny. If a squirrel scampered into your life, examine your own activity and preparedness. Are you too active, not active enough? Are you not planning at all for the near or distant future? Are you becoming too erratic, running into and fro and not accomplishing anything? Do you need to learn how to save and ration on all levels, including money, time, energy? Are you afraid you will never have enough? Are you getting too hung up on collecting and accumulating? Are you gathering and not giving? So squirrels can teach us the circle of gathering and giving out if you're Doing too much of one or the other, squirrel may appear to help us. Squirrels are the masters of preparedness, preparing, and they're also reminders that our quest for goals, we should always make time to socialize and play. Work and play go hand in hand. So, squirrels are amazing little creatures, right? And um, I just thought the bluebird was interesting because, you know, and a blackbird, there was one at my front door. And I thought, okay, I'm going to go out there because it won't stop. I thought, okay, that could be a jay, but it, it was a it was a blackbird. It was making a lot of noise. Um, and they have like um, some of them have some red or a dash of yellow, and they can have like all these different colors through, almost like a rainbow. And they talk about the bina or the Kabbalah's tree of life. This is a level associated with the dark mother and the primal feminine energies. You know, all the rain and the energy lately has been of that type of energy. And this is feminine energy too. Um, they talk about this yellow or amber and the color of the path that connects the two. And the, the path of cancer, the mother sign of the zodiac. The red-winged blackbird has a totem associated with stellar energies of cancer. The male red-winged blackbird will lose its luster during the winter. This reflects how the summer is a time of vibrancy and vitality for these birds with the totem. So I saw this bird today. So It indicates the need to use the winter to go back into great womb of life. So this is the retrograde period to bring forth new energy and expression of energy the following summer. They nest in swamps, marshes, and low bush. I live near a marshy area, and and I live near water. Again, this reflects the tide of water, an ancient symbol for the feminine force and for nature. They use cattails as purchase, and a study of the herbal qualities and characteristics of cattail will provide further insight. So they're known for fiercely staking out their own territory, and they will drive off any other of their kind that are in the vicinity. Because of this, the sight of two blackbirds sitting here is often considered a good omen. Well, I only saw one. And um, blackbirds came to be associated with St. Kevin and one story tells of how they nested in his hand. Again, because of his, this associating blackbirds nesting in your environment is usually a beneficial sign. So that's a good, maybe I should run out and buy a lottery ticket. I'm just joking. <laughs> But I, ha- you know, I don't see them very often. So 
St. Kevin was known as a person of tremendous gentleness and love. So Europeans used to eat blackbirds in a pie, reflected in the nursery rhyme. Most of the time, though, live blackbirds were hidden in an empty pie shell to promote amusing gatherings. If the blackbird has come into your life as a totem, you will open to new surprises and new understanding of the forces of nature as they migrate or mitigate in your life. So a little bit, you know, I've talked about, you know, this is a time of great cleansing to go within, do that energy work. And, you know, the Diamond Children are helping with that. You know, I've had dreams about um, crystal children and the, the, especially the autistic ones and what they're doing, the energy work that these kids are doing, you know, holding a lot of dark energy and um, doing a lot of cleansing of karmic energy. And I, I'm being privy to be able to see these things, so it's kind of interesting. And um, But, you know, in the dream, all of a sudden, all these um, autistic or children were not able to come out of their, um, you know, not even eating and that sort of thing. So we were trying to feed them with tubes and um this is heavy duty stuff and then putting IVs in them that sort of thing and we ran, there were so many of them we ran out of IVs and i went to the the fire hall to look for more IVs i i used to be a nurse but i've never had a dream like this but when i was going there there was so much water everywhere so i i do think that you know the fact that i'm seeing this lately is really doing a lot of that clearing of that dark energy work and I've been doing it myself so I know um, I talked about the chickadee last week so that had to do with all you know what's going on about so go back to that show because that you know um, the 5th uh, April the 5th show cause I talk a lot about that on there um, trying to see if there's anything else. Um, uh, oh, yeah, I was going to talk about the ruby. So let me see if I can. I've got an article somewhere about the ruby. Mm-hmm. Now, maybe I'll talk a little bit about Generation X and all those different things. Oh, yeah, um, I, I was going to talk about the the apple, too. Because that's a fruit that I've been seeing a lot of lately. Okay. And this is whatsyoursign.com. And www.whatsyoursign.com, Celtic meaning um, of an apple. For every beauty somewhere there is an eye to see. For every truth somewhere there is an ear to hear. For every love somewhere is a heart to receive it. So the, the apple is beautiful. And I think the apple represents truth, and it's, you know, red. Not all apples are red, but it represents coming from the heart, truth coming from the heart. The Celtic apple tree meaning, and um, they talk about many things. Maybe this is almost like, you know, the Diamond Children sort of stuff. Um, It deals with many things, including wholeness, purity, and goodwill. For obvious reasons, 
The ancient Celts considered the apple tree a treasure among the Ogtem tree clan. Just have a little drink of water. Its brilliant flowers burst forth in spring, usually ranging from pink to white. These flowers have a light aroma that lifts the spirit of all who pass by them. It kind of makes you happy, right? So ancient Celts would decorate bedchambers with apple blossoms as a fertility gesture and to tribute the beauty and bountiful life provides. Diamond children and the you know indigos and the crystals and the rainbow children, et cetera, et cetera, are the ones that um, see the beauty and bounty around them and live in the now. You know, fifth dimensional consciousness is in the now. They they don't look at money and that sort of thing as being their final goal. They look at you know the the beauty and and manifest things around them that are beautiful, right? So the glory of the blossoms come the fruit of the apple, and druids recognize a powerful transformational quality experience when consuming the apple. You know, the flower of life sort of thing, the apple blossom, it was thought the fruit could transport the eater to other worlds typically of a paradise-like reality. Further altered states could be induced by pressing the apples and allowing them to ferment over time, producing a hard cider. So apples were highly valued by the ancient Celts, and I believe they came from the Middle East originally, but I guess they brought, when they traveled from the Middle East, Indo-European came down, you know, and went into Europe and down into Great Britain and that, they brought the apples with them. Hang on for a minute. They were um, highly valued by these, you know, Celts because their ability to keep over a long period of time was stored in a cool, dark place, cool, dry place. This is a symbol of presence of love even long past the time of peak ripeness. In other words, when the waves of passion subside, love lingers even afterwards, and simple companion is the prime comfort. So the symbolic meaning of apple trees is love, truth, peace, beauty, honesty, romance, fertility, and remembrance. So all good things. So Celts recognize all the features of the apple tree and view it as pleasing in every way. It is a symbol of creativity as well as creation and was an emblem of art and poetry. The meaning of apples, trees, is also associated with virtue, and the tree, as well as the fruit, is a symbol of purity and motherhood. Even the formation of the tree trunk in her various poses was said to have female form to it and was considered a beacon of fertility. Indeed, apple wood was often burned during fertility rites and festivals carried out in the winter months. These were demonstrations to beckon bountiful abundance upon the spring of the return of spring as well as symbolically ensure continuation of large healthy families so there's more celtic meaning in tree fact to discover just click on the branches below so it says go back to the celtic meaning of trees and so there's it's interesting what apples, purity, and all the things that those amazing, uh, uh, 
know, a lot of people say that some of the dolphins are coming back to be the diamond children, too. I, I thought I'd mention that. <clears throat> when I was in Cuba, the, the dolphins just loved me, just like the diamond children loved me. The dolphin wouldn't go to anybody else but me. And and I said to the man, you know, like I, I kind of said to the dolphin to go. And he goes, don't do that because the dolphin loves you. And, you know, so I, they were, they're various, you know, ascended beings, dolphins too. Um, it just kind of came to me. Um, I was going to talk about blueberries too because a lot of things with blueberries were, coming to me, and then the blue energy too, eh? So it protects you from cancer, keeps your heart and brain healthy, and even helps you lose weight. I've heard of people having brain injuries, having healings, because blueberries are basically the only thing that really heals the brain, right? So they have a lot of antioxidants. That's the number one thing. They have more preserving than other fruit, vegetable spices, and seasoning and antioxidants are compounds and foods that neutralize chemicals called free radicals. So very good for you to have, you know. Antioxidants found in foods protect your cells from the effects of free radicals, and free radicals are produced when your body digests your food for energy and by environmental toxins. So it's an important food to have. They can damage cells, these uh, free radicals, and be linked to things with heart and liver disease cancer and weakened immune system and they're great for the brain they improve the memory and uh, blueberry juice improves memory in older adults this is good for us baby boomers the person says Um, I'll give you the name of the article after when it, it comes to brain protection there's nothing quite like blueberries called blueberry the 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 brain berry says Dr. James Joseph of the U.S. DA Human Nutrition Research Center on, uh, on Aging at Tufts University and anti-cancer benefits is the third one. Studies with blueberries have found that breast cancer, colon cancer, esophageal cancer, and cancer of the small intestines were in, reduced. These studies were on human cells or laboratory animals, so we are still waiting for more research, but so far research points to sounding healing powers. The good news is there is an increasing percentage of blueberry research focusing on anti-cancer benefits, and it's good for the heart. It's the fourth one. So women who ate at least three servings of blueberries and strawberries per week had fewer heart attacks. Blueberries and strawberries contain high levels of compounds that have cardiovascular benefits. And the fifth one reduce risk of diabetes, one of the antioxidants found in blueberries. And so cyanines which given their blue color are found to lower the risk of type 2 diabetes. People who ate two or more servings of blueberries weekly reduced their risk of developing diabetes by 23% in one study. So they're low in the glycemic, glycemic index so people with diabetes can consume them. They help with weight loss. You want to activate those fat-burning genes. Blueberries can do that with, the, you know, the what's in them, catchins in them. Eating foods full of catchins will uh, double total weight loss, according to the research at Tufts University. Blueberries may even reduce belly fat. 
also. They're full of nutrition. They're full of vitamin C, B complex, vitamin E even, vitamin A, copper, selenium, zinc, iron, magnesium, manganese, and potassium. So when any leg behind the cry of blueberries was most effectual to bring them up, Henry David Thoreau, so he even talks about them. Blueberries were called starberries by the Native Americans because the five points of the blueberry blossoms make a star shape. Also, they believe the great spit created the berries to feed the hungry children during famine. The shakers made blue paint for the woodwork on their houses from sage blossoms, indigo, blueberry skins, and milk. Uh, the U.S. is the world's largest producer of blueberries. If all blueberries grown in North America and one year spread out in a single layer, they would cover a four-lane highway from New York to Chicago. So blueberries are the second most popular berry in the U.S. Their consumption has more than doubled within the last six years. Does this mean more people are aware of their benefits? I think so. So it's best to eat organic blueberries. And most U.S. grown blueberries have high levels of pesticides residual that can affect the liver and the body functions. So blueberries are on the top 15 list of crops with the most pesticides. So go out and pick those wild blueberries. They're the least perishable of all blueberries. And a lot of people like them in pies, you know, stuff like that. Let me just see if anybody is called in. Um, It looks like somebody is actually... They've been here for a while, I believe. I'll just... Diane speaking. Hi, Diane. Hello. My name is... Hello. My name is Marilyn. Can you hear me? Uh Uh-huh. Oh, great. Um, I really appreciate um, all this very uplifting information. I've been going through a bit of a transformation, if you will, and I feel like... Uh, I'm opening up more and more to um, my own divine consciousness. And um, it's been, I've been given this period of time, not by choice, but it's okay to really delve into more meditation and connecting with higher consciousness. And so I'm really interested in this whole living in the fifth dimension. And I'm just wondering if you might have any sort of guidance or advice for me. I meditate. I really am working on being a channel for divine love and healing for myself, especially. Um, and I'd like to take advantage of the energies that are there and connect and just become more of a, I don't know, more of a enlightened human or uplifted human or to help others. Okay. Well, I think you're doing that. Um, now, I wanted to know, how, how has your health been? So like- I just recently, thank you for asking, I just recently had a uh, had a surgery to remove a parathyroid gland that wasn't functioning properly. And I guess it's been that way for a couple of years. So I feel, I'm feeling a lot better. Like I'm letting more energy into my body now, but there's still uh-huh. some recalibrating that I'm doing with that as well. Yeah. Cause I was feeling something about your health. Um, yeah. Yeah. Working also on, like, the side effects of that was a lot around blood pressure and kidneys. Uh-huh. So trying to rebalance those as well. Appreciate the thoughts about food, as you know, to help nourish and heal and um, just some, you know, kind of yeah, well, shifting. Yeah. I wanted to talk about it because a lot of people think they should just go out and eat raw foods. 
And it's not necessarily the best thing for certain people, that especially if they're doing a lot of clearing and their bodies are, especially if they've got, you know, certain conditions or their bodies are doing a lot of karmic clearing and things like that. Yeah. Um, So, because one of my children, he he went through a lot. And, And quite a few years ago, I did myself. And it's mm-hmm. like almost like the frequency that you carry within your body is um, not meshing with what you're eating. Uh-huh. Yeah, that and, makes sense. And, you know, there's been a lot of toxins and foods and stuff like that. And our bodies aren't getting rid of that that stuff that we have within us. So it's like there's mm-hmm. like a resonance in in a kind of a lower frequency energy. And uh-huh. the thing is to, I, I know, you know, you, you say you, you've you been doing a lot of meditating and that sort of thing. And yeah. I'm not sure if you're doing prayer or. Um, well, I'm doing or, prayer and I'm doing sort of expanded consciousness and, and then really just meditating to allow, you know, myself to vibrate at a higher frequency kind mm-hmm. of focus, more love, let more love in, be open to that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you hear the show I did last week? I didn't. I totally missed it. I can go yeah, back. I and haven't. To um, it. Well, the reason why I'm mentioning it because um, I talk a lot about the energy bodies, and mm-hmm. you know, you can direct healing within your body by, you know, just visualizing, you know, the etheric body and what you have in the etheric body, because basically things shift energetically around you before mm-hmm. they actually manifest in your physical environment. So right. um, I, I talked about that last week. Oh, and, okay. And that might be helpful for you. Um, yeah. That's very good. Yeah, that's helpful for sure. Yeah, and I know a lot of people have, you know, gone through, I know we're in a physical world and then we're we're kind of, some of us are straddling two realities and <laughs> we're not focusing on the, the higher energy all the time. Right. And that's when the physical body kind of manifests that, especially if we're releasing a lot of karmic energy. And uh, you know, I was, that's why I was talking about those diamond children because they're actually holding that energy and helping heal. Like mm-hmm. they they can be around somebody and, and completely heal them. Mhm. Wow. So if you kids that were born in like 2010 and 2011, mm-hmm. so they would be about five six right now. Right. Those are the really, and then there's go, there's a whole new batch starting this month, and but there's going to be a big wave in September. Mm. And but I have so the, I, I was go just going to say about that. So these children obviously are in a vibration energetically that's um, stronger in terms of the, let's say, love consciousness or divine consciousness. 
more pure. Yeah, they're already what they're what they're meant to be. They're, they they yeah. come here just totally in a higher consciousness. And would you consider what I'm intentionally or deliberately trying to shift within myself, clearing my own karmic energy while I'm here on this planet and then assisting in the lifting of the vibration of the earth or of others, or is it more a personal development, personal journey? Um, well, you can, you can do, you can do that for other people, but I would say mm-hmm. more it's, it, it's your, what you're doing for yourself at, but when you do it for yourself, you're doing it for everybody. Okay. Okay. Right. Okay, that's good. I have a friend that he's always trying to help people and heal people, and mm-hmm. he started falling apart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Physically, I'm talking about. And I said to him, I said, you really have to focus on yourself. It's not being selfish, fo- focusing on yourself, especially right. if you're, you know, your energy's not balanced or whatever. Right. It's okay to focus on yourself. Yeah. And then when okay. you're, you're, you've got yourself together, then you can start doing, you know, but if you need, if once you heal yourself, because you've healed yourself, you can heal other people. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. I, I went through a lot of this myself about 30 years ago. And, mm-hmm. you know, I went through a kind of a healing crisis and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I went on a kind of a journey where I, I got into the healing arts and all the other sort of stuff. So I basically was doing it within myself, you know, because mm-hmm. I, I, I was learning, right? Or I, I naturally did it on my own. But yeah. um, these children, like what I was saying earlier, they, they don't need to eat a lot. And they mm-hmm. don't, they don't want to eat like lower resonance type of foods. I, I was talking to a girl on the weekend. She, she's a you know a diamond child. It's incredible how empathetic and supportive and beautiful these children are. Mm. Yeah. And you know, like I was saying, they're not going to say to somebody, well, we're, we're going to continue to allow you to do these things, but we're not. But we'll be nice about it. We're not going to, you know, like spank you for it. or But we're going to maybe kind of put you somewhere where you're going to, going to try to help you. So the, I think the society is going to just totally change once, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And, I, and I it's a con- yeah, go ahead. Sorry. No, you you go ahead because what I was saying was on a on a different note. Go go ahead. I was just going to say that the consciousness is sort of what I'm hearing is that the consciousness of society will shift as the children, the diamond children, and others, you know, really um, start to be in more and more positions of visibility or or just connectivity with others sounds like yeah. the consciousness they're going to be yeah. in leadership positions i was walking mm-hmm. to the show with my son last night and he goes i would change things a real lot if i was prime minister of canada you know they, <laughs> they don't look it, it, my i have i have two children that are indigos but 
you know, he's sort of a little bit before that time, but um, he think I, I think he thinks to himself like they've really messed this up, and I could do a lot better job. You know, th- that's what they they believe. They don't look back mm. and say, oh, I don't know if I could do that. They're like, we could do a lot. You know, we're gonna do something about it, and we're gonna do it. Yeah. Like right now. They do it. Like this little girl, she's six years old, and she's raising funds for the hospital for sick children for for, for kids that are having seizures. Wow. And she's six years old. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. So Beautiful. I would say, like getting back to what you were, you know. Yep. Is is your heart? How how is your heart? Uh, my heart is good. Um, yeah, there's no problems with my heart. I, uh, it's just the blood pressure that, you know, I'm really trying to. I get, I get that your heart is going to start opening. Oh, yeah. Now, part of the blood pressure stuff you said is to do with the parathyroid, right? Yeah, yeah, I think. And what was going on with that? Yeah, yep. Were you ever able to? Were you held back from being able to express your truth? Yes. Yes, I was. Yes, that's been um, a pattern, and I recognize that for sure. Um, Mm -hmm. From childhood and then on into my, even my career, um, I just kind of, I don't know. Yes, and so that's part of this transformation and shift. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm noticing somebody else called in, and um, I, I only have like about f- five minutes. So yeah. I would say focus on speaking your truth. Yeah. And, you know, that's part of the, your healing. And then your your upper heart is is starting to open up. Mm. Okay. So continue with my meditations and my opening there. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for your wisdom and guidance. I really appreciate it, Diane. Oh, you're welcome. And um I I think that you you really couldn't heal yourself. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's more about focusing on yourself right now. Good. And it sometimes it's hard to do that. You know, when in our society it's like look after everybody else, especially women. Mhm. But so, um, yeah, just look at your, you know, helping yourself right now. Thank you. I, I hear you, and I will, um, I'll take this all to heart. Thank you so much. Okay, you're welcome. And I'm I'm sending you some really good healing energy, too. Oh. Right now. Okay, I'm receiving it. Thank you. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go see where this other person is calling from, okay? Sure. You have a wonderful day. Thank you, Diane. Okay, bye. Uh, Area code 905. Um, Hi, Nano. Oh, yeah, I am 905. I'm the other person. Hi, Diane. I know who you are. (laughs) Hi, Dennis. How are you doing? I'm not too bad. Um, Yeah, you got a little stuffy nose, a little sinus issue, but um, yeah. It's not 
not my. It just started when Allergy? I started the show. Oh. I didn't have it before. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. Um, <laughs> then you you touched on a lot of great points, and and I haven't heard you in a while. Um. And yeah, one one is in regards to um, totems, right? Animal totems. Um, where that um, if we are able to like clear our our 3D distractions uh, deviations etc um, uh-huh. that we can where that we can pick up messages from universe right and yeah. universe um, for the best part um, communicates through animals um, uh-huh. and it, and it's very interesting that way and as you're speaking to the caller as well now I know time is very very short. Um, well, you You're can keep talking. Some people might not hear it. So, pardon me. Just you know, when we go off the air, people won't hear it, so they can go back and listen to it after. You can keep talking. Oh, you, you want to go? To. Okay. I, I, yeah, no, no, no. I don't want to go. Me. I'm just saying that you can keep, okay. keep on talking, and but people may not yeah, hear you. Yeah, you have to go to the archives. Yeah. You have to go in the archives to hear it. Yeah. Yeah. And. And to this caller, if she's still listening, um, it's when you mentioned that um, you 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 have to be well within yourself, um, you know, before you can look after other people, um, you know. And like you mentioned, I was as a matter of fact just talking to a friend uh, uh-huh. just the other day, who is a psychic medium, whatever like that. Um, she's got you know, um, she's known in the that aspect of um, healing. <laughs> and uh-huh. I said to her, because she's going through her issues too, right? And I said, listen, <clears throat> I said, you know this already. I said, you, you, you can't help others unless you help yourself. And it's not being selfish, right? It's, 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 it's uh, you know, you want to be selfless, but you have to be selfish. You have to look after yourself, right? Because otherwise you're no good. And like you just mentioned, and I just spoke with this woman, you know, the other day. So, yeah, 100% for sure, right? And so, yeah, you know, and and it's like if you're if in balance, you know, you, you, you spoke on balance. And when you get out of balance, then, yeah, you're... you're you know, everything becomes discombobulated. Your 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 body is trying to figure out what's going on because your mind is somewhere else. Uh-huh. And, and but, it, so again, you know, if you continually uh, ignore what your body is telling you, then mm-hmm. that's when it shows up at a cellular level and your person becomes sick. Oh, if yeah. If you can't speak your truth, some area in your throat is going to go or something's going to happen. I'm just using yeah. that as one example. No, no, I, I, I agree, I agree, and um, yeah, and it's 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 just very interesting where that people get caught up so much in uh-huh. 3D, and like um, uh, the caller was was asking um, about um, this fifth dimensional living thing, and yeah. like how do you experience that, what not, and like for me. It, it's like, yeah, uh, in order for you, okay, for me, if for me, in order for me even to be a part of it, present, um, being um, consciously aware of it, um, 
you know, to even see it. Um, yeah, I, I got to know where I am here, right? So, yes, uh-huh. I got to know within myself where I am within this 3D, and I got to know what 3D is around me, right? The construct yeah. that it is, okay? And 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 then, okay, for me, <clears throat> um, you know, I, I do dream stuff, right? You know this. Um, uh-huh. It, you know, everybody has their own manner in, in which to connect, right? To that energy, that space, because it's really not okay. A lot of people argue that it's uh, not physical. This this uh-huh. this fifth dimensional, um, but yeah. it is. It's it, it's conscious. It's conscious energy. Yeah. And if you, you know, hang out okay, in nature, no, Pardon you're me? not talking too much. If you hang, if a person hangs out in nature, they're going to connect to the fifth dimension. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I I, I probably should have. Uh, said that to her that to get out in nature you know it's, it's good to meditate and do the inner work and stuff but we are in a physical reality and it's to participate in life and the beauty that we have mm-hmm. here um and then you know surround yourself with positive people i mean we can't always do that but you know and I, um these these diamond children you know they they're going to be the teachers they're just going to help people do what they forgot or have been diverted or, or socialized to forget. These these kids can't be manipulated. Right. Okay. And yeah. when you mention this, Diane, is, is that they're going to be the reminders, right? Um, yeah. Because we, I feel... Um, that uh, in, in regards to human consciousness, uh, we're coming into remembrance of our multidimensional being, right? Uh-huh. And and, um, and these um, new new ones coming up, right? Um, yeah. Are going to be like mirrors and reflections, and 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 um, where that um, where that we might seem confused at times. Uh huh. Um, again, they'll they'll be. Like uh, a cornerstone per se, they'll be like, oh yeah, a remembrance per se. Yeah. Right. Well, it's just like um, the dolphin energy that I was kind of mentioning. Um, the dolphin, it held energy for humanity, so they could remember. Mm-hmm. And they, it's, it, that's what I was kind of seeing when I was talking about the diamond children. I was seeing dolphins. And, you know, they gave me information when I was there. And it, the reason why that dolphin didn't want, didn't want to go to everybody else because he was communicating with me, too. But I didn't want, you know, people to get mad. <laughs> but No, you didn't want to them out. <laughs> when I was in Cuba, people were getting annoyed because the dolphin would only come around me. Okay. No, they so, were jealous, that's all. <laughs> they They were a little bit. So these kids, okay, they're, they're, they help, they're almost like the dolphins. They um, create balance, and they're mm-hmm. creating a new earth. Mm-hmm. They're manifesting it. And that, basically, that's what mm-hmm. I'm doing. Like, I, I kind of identify with them. You know, See, they're diamond children of the children of the original ones. And I'm an original one. So, So this, getting back to the dolphins, they help keep us in tune and remember, you know, 
Because who doesn't love a dolphin? Mm-hmm. There's something mm-hmm. about... I don't know anybody that I can say of. Yeah. And the rhythm of nature, you know, they they they, they have that kind of um, breath and create, creative energy. I've talked about them on the show quite a bit. So it's just... It's very keep in touch. Besides the inner journey, which we must do right now, or humanity must do, we must also have that rhythm of nature be connected to that mm-hmm. because we are in a physical world too and mm-hmm. connected with each other. You know, I, I could sit in the house all day and, you know, meditate and um, read and do research and write books, but I start to feel crappy if I do that. I went out yesterday and just was outside by the water all day. Mm. I don't get to do that a lot lately, but I, I thought, this is what, you know, this is my energy was just vibrating like you wouldn't believe. And I was, this is what we have to do. And you know, we are, we, we are animals too, right? Are we not? Well, we're all connected. We're all part of that greater creation. Right. You know, they the way I look at they dolphins, say that dolphins are smarter than humans. It's just because humans forgot what they're what they're supposed to be doing. You know, it, it has nothing. You know, I don't think dolphins are smarter. Well, when you mention dolphins, um, and and this is an analogy that I, you know, that I'm always fumbling around in my head, is like dolphins are like humans with no legs, and they just, uh, yeah. you know, <laughs> they, they are able in the to, sea and they still breathe air. Experience their their true feelings and emotions. Oh yeah. And then some, that's why I mentioned the lady about that. you know working on her herself and you know making sure that she spoke her truth. Mm-hmm. So what? there's ways right. of expressing her emotions and doing it in a way that is positive, you know. And that's right. what I, the, I guess these. Dolphin energy and this these diamond children teach humanity is you know it's okay to be sad and it's okay to feel sad and to express it you know when yeah. I get frustrated or I have pain or I don't like blow up I just tell people and they're like huh <laughs> hmm. I said when you say that or when you do that it really upsets me and they're like they try to make excuses and stuff and I said but there's no excuse I said you know I my feelings anyway I I, I just I don't do it but to hurt people but I express myself and I cannot can't do it <laughs> you know what I mean so well, no, the I, I agree, and and you you would be doing yourself no benefit if you were to hold that in, right? Uh-huh. You know they call it venting, right? Well, karmic stuff, energy is blocked energy, okay? Right. So over the years, everything that bothers you, you block up. So how much energy do you have blocking yeah. you up at a cellular level? Right. You got to let it free flow. See, these uh, diamond children don't hold any of that energy. They just release it. So that's, you know, basically 
she was saying that she's trying to attain herself to be that. Yeah, we are. You know, to not hold that energy. Because we weren't meant to hold that energy. When when we vibrate, the energy goes outwards, right? Or it comes from down, it comes through us. And it's it's cleansed. And that's why I was talking about, you know, certain types of food because people have been holding stuff in. When you hold something in you, everything gets held within you, even the toxic wastes and stuff. So there's things that we have to do to kind of burn a fire within us. To And, and basically last week's show I talked about creating that heart fire. That's why I was trying to compare it to it, but I, I said to go back and listen to the show because I talk about it there. Yeah. And, you know, uh, another thing about the dolphin, I'm now thinking it, it's, it has to do with breathing, right, and their frequency. Because they're, they're mammals, and they, they have to actually get out and breathe and breathe deeply. And they don't suppress it, but people suppress their breathing even. So when we're living indoors, we don't breathe the way we're, we should. If we go out and run and we walk by the water and we outdoors, we actually breathe deeply. And, you know, it has something to do with the emotion and water and the feminine energy. We have to look at that part of ourselves. You know, when you're mentioning... Diane, over the last few minutes. <clears throat> um, it, yes, we, we, I agree. We, we need to express ourselves freely, truthfully, right? Um, not, not necessarily exposing ourselves, but to letting people know who we are, right? And, yeah, or letting and, yourself know who you are. Well, yeah. You know, expressing well, your inner truth. Yeah. 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 You can't do the second step people... until you've done the first. Yeah, a lot of people don't like Trump. He comes out and says things, and they don't understand that because they've all they've seen is politicians speaking, you know, like lying and stuff like that. So yeah. I'm not saying he doesn't lie, but you know, he basically has two indigo kids and a crystal kid around him. They're yeah. going to tell you what they think. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know what? I was just thinking something. They're they're innocent too, these dolphins, right? And they're pure like the the diamond children. And they're they're all about harmony and balance. And mm-hmm. like I said, inner truth, right? Mm-hmm. And they they're there. Like when I went and saw this this dolphin and he was giving me this information, um, not today's show information, but something other information. They they take us. The dolphin energy takes us back to who we really are. Mm-hmm. Just like these children do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's another wave. <laughs> yeah. And it's they, they know what Diane. we have to do in this planet, the diamond children, to yeah. make an impact. Yeah. So if by doing this show, people would have the understanding of what a Diamond Children does and what they are and what the energy feels like, 
they can emulate it. But it's it's actually part of who we are anyway. They just yes, have that within ourselves. They just don't have it buried. Uh, that's correct. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. And it's so, just yeah. about communicating what you want to. Mm-hmm. These little kids, they don't just sit there. They'll 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 have a full conversation. Oh, they tell you straight up. Yeah. Well, yeah. This the lady on Facebook was saying. Well, you know, I don't like um, that. Her three-year-old was saying. You, the mother said, "Oh, that sounds. What is that?" And, and the little kid goes, "That's a cuckoo." And she goes, "What? Well, we better not tell people about it because they'll come and try to kill it." <laughs> what three-year-old knows that? You know. That sort of thing. Without yeah. being told, you know they know, <clears throat> and the cuckoo is 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 expressing itself, right? Mm-hmm. I should have looked up cuckoo too, but I, I just mm. I'm just gonna have a little drink of water. That's a cuckoo bird. <laughs> a, a, a bird's not a cuckoo; it's a cuckoo. <laughs> no, you heard a cuckoo bird. No, no, I'm just joking. Not cuckoo. It's. I actually saw a cuckoo bird one time. It was so funny, um, and they're annoying. <laughs> yeah, they're like magpies. These little diamond kids. They're not going to try to be annoying, but they're going to certainly let you know. Oh no, they're going to be honest. <laughs> yeah, like that blackbird today. I kept hearing this bird, and I think it's like by my front door, and I'm thinking to myself. I better go out there to find out, you know, what what this bird wants and what bird it is because mm. I'm being given a message just before I do this show, right? Mm. So, and then mm. when I was talking about the diamond kids, I kept seeing dolphin, you know, like dolphin in my head. Uh, I was talking to a friend of mine yesterday, and um, he was talking about a situation that wasn't good and. He said something, and I go, I named the lawyer before he said it. And he goes, how did you know to do that? You know, how did you know? And I said, because I saw the name of this lawyer in my head. Mm. You know, it's just going into the knowing. Like I was saying, you know, these dolphin energy releases that. I think part of was was reconnecting that part of me when when I met this dolphin. But um, yeah, it's to, it's being knowing ourselves, mm-hmm. and that's what that's what's important right now. Mm-hmm. Really knowing, and it's about going on the inner journey too. But it's also about seeing what's around us too. Well, yeah, like, you we know, like I always mention, you know, ground focus down center, um, and yeah, um, a lot of people talk about the shadow Buddha. side, the dark side. Yeah. Sorry. Didn't the Buddha go under a tree? Yeah. I was just thinking too. What, what about the guy with the gravity when the apple fell and hit him in the head? But uh, Newton guy. Yeah, but I was talking about yeah, apples today too. I think his first too. name was Isaac. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so we're given we go. You know, if he hadn't have gone outside. If he had been in the indoors the whole time and not gotten no. hit by that apple, no. he wouldn't have had. So we can. It's about balance, about embracing life around us, and having exactly. 
that inner work at the same time. Because we yeah. are inner beings, spiritual beings, and we are physical beings. Right. It's bounce, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. And that's what I mentioned to people. It's it's like, okay, we're coming into the remembrance of our multidimensional being. And it's like, yeah, we're still 3D uh, physical vessels. Um, yet we we are existing not only here, but we're existing within the higher dimensions uh, yeah. at the same time. So so it's like yeah, it's about it's about. Right? And we those don't lose ourselves here, and we don't lose ourselves indigo there. Indigo children like yourselves um, are aware of that those higher realms and stuff. But people, a lot of humanity haven't been. Right. So if you have, I would say to people, if you have not gone within, that's part of the journey to do that. But don't forget about the Mm -hmm. outside, too. Of course. (laughs) I went to that movie last night, um, Ghost in a Shell. Have you heard of it? No, I have not heard of it. Scarlett Johansson? No, I have not heard of this. What was the plot? It's about, the, well, not the real big future, but the future where they're doing all these tests and taking a human brain and putting it into, like, an android body. Okay. Mm-hmm. So they've, tr- I, I they've the tried. Concept. I don't want to give the movie away to people in case they want to go to it. But one <laughs> of the things they said in the movie to the girl, she said, in the future, this is where we all are going to be. But, you know, they were trying to take the soul out of the body. And you cannot lose the soul. As long as this, the con, you know you're conscious or whatever, you're going to yeah. have your souls connected, right? And the soul never dies. So that's what she was saying. Is that's why it was called Ghost in a Shell because uh-huh. the, the physical body wasn't alive, really. It was. Like, uh, I think I'll ghost. enjoy that movie. And then she said, you know, like this is the way we're all going, and I'm thinking to myself. In a way, some of these people that have tried to control humanity come up with a, some strange ideas, but um, they want to control humanity by putting them into, you know, mechanical bodies with brains. Right. Like, are, isn't that where a lot of humanity is right now? They're not even aware of their body. Like you could, this movie, you can look at it, you know, like as an action thriller and blah, blah, blah. But you could also look at it as a really profound, you know, thing about like, what the hell are we, what is humanity or these people doing? You know. Are you there? I'm here. Hello? Oh, okay. Yeah, I know, but I don't want you to... um... Well, I know I can be movie. on here for a little bit longer, but uh, there was a couple things I wanted to round off with, but um, you brought up some really good points, poignant points there. And I was getting, you know, a lot of things poignant about the dolphins. Points? <laughs> poignant points. <laughs> um, so, you know, it's just, I guess, you know, right now it's about the inner journey and learning and expanding your consciousness and asking mm-hmm. to have it done, and not just kind of flowing into it, not really pushing yourself to do it, because, right. yeah. you know, it's it's going to happen anyway. So, 
nice to yeah, find hear from you. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, and hopefully I will keep doing the shows because, uh, yeah, it's been a while and I've been really busy and doing the work. And a lot of the last week's show kind of explains things, you know, and want people to understand that, you know, humanity's energy has been kind of constricted. And when they realize who they really are, and they expand, you know, they go through that expansion. It's gonna, it's gonna well, be amazing. Well, no, for sure. You know, that's that's the whole thing, Dan. <clears throat> is is um, and 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 we've heard it for I don't know how many decades, how many centuries, whatever. Um, is is. You know we are who we are, and nobody can take that away from us. And 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 nobody can 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 shape or or mold us to to how they want to see us. Well, they right. couldn't do that in the movie to that girl. They tried, <laughs> even though they put her brain into this body, they couldn't get rid of her memories or her soul. Right, who she is. And so they, we can have it suppressed, but it's really there. Who we really are. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going to just mention a few little things to round things up. But thanks for calling in, and I appreciate your time. And and the other lady, I think she, did she say her name was Marlene? If I made a mistake, uh, I'm pretty sure you're close to that. Okay. One, yeah. It was nice to have two callers. Okay. You, you well, take care. Thank you. For, thank you for taking my Bye. call, Diane. Keep listening, though, if you want to. Um, so there was a lot of different things that we talked about on the show today, but basically comes down to, you know, knowing that, you know, we are more than just physical beings. And, you know, some of the indigos and the crystals and the rainbows and the diamond children have been holding energy for humanity you know, and op- waiting to, for them to open up this energy and speak their truth and to be who they really are. So we're going through big changes. And, um, you know, some of the indigos maybe thought they were entitled and they, they they weren't seeing the fairness of life. So they're speaking up about it and being held back because of it. But, you know, there's wisdom and um, these children, okay? So it's funny, when in my household, I've got, you know, a humanity, and I've got two indigos, and then, like, crystals, nieces and nephews and that sort of thing. So th- there's different, you know, people all around us this varying degrees. And some of us are here to speak, you know, and speak truth and to make people aware who they really are just because maybe they've, they forgot. I was, I was going to talk about the ruby, so I think I will talk about it. This is from Thought Company, and it's, um, I guess, thoughtcompany.com, www.thoughtco.com healing properties of rubies and uh it's been recently updated so 
I was talking last week about the auric field, you know, the aura energy field, the outer energies, the different levels and different things and how they, they're going to change and what's going on with them and all that other stuff. Well, it, it, it does affect it. And at one time, only royalty were allowed to wear this. And it's still pretty expensive. I I wear um, a ruby bracelet, and it's, you know, cabochon cut. They range from pinkish to deep reds and orangey red. Mine are deep reds, the one I have on mine. And it's identified with the root chakra. But it can uh, be used to stimulate the heart chakra and the upper heart. But it also helps um, with any leakages during, you know, within the chakra system or in the energy field. I've been doing a lot of clearing with a lot of people lately because a lot of this karmic stuff's coming to the surface and a lot of people don't know how to clear that energy. So I've been doing it for people. And I think that, you know, these crystal and diamond children are doing this because I've been seeing them in my dreams, what, they, what they've been doing, too. Um, if you're feeling low energetically, it could be an indicator that your life-sustaining energies are escaping through breaks in the auric field. And that's part of the reason why I talked about that last week on the sh- on the show. But I wanted to talk about, and hopefully I, I have the energy somewhere, that, you know, what we can do to about that, but I'm going to have to do it really quick because I'm already going over the time. So it stimulates the heart chakra, the ruby, brings spiritual wisdom, shields psychic attacks, promotes wealth and well-being, and nurtures the emotional body. So it does a lot of healing stuff, you know, like these, um, like little, you know, beautiful little diamond children. And it promotes, well, like I said, wealth and well-being, nurtures emotional body. You know, we have an emotional body and we have different levels in, you know, the etheric body, the astral body. And it helps lucid dreaming, sparks creativity. And it just talks here about um, holistic healers share ways to use rubies for healing. And it's intense energy. And this stone encourages one to follow bliss, so your joy, you know. It acts for whole, acts for plug for holes in the energy field. Wonderful stone for the first chakra. It stimulates our basic instinct for survival. But I'm going to let you finish reading that because I want to find that article that I wanted to read. <clears throat> i got to find it. Uh, there was another, okay, let's see. Yeah, uh, what I've been doing recently is is um, finding energy implants because they've been, it would take me a long time to explain why they've been doing it, but I'll explain it on another show. So we were talking about the internal healing and the diamond children, what they've been doing, but um, they've been removing energetic implants in in our energy fields or in people's energy fields. And um, these implants are prevalent, you know, if if not in all human beings. So 
And it's kind of like the dumbing down of humanity because they've been doing these sorts of things to in various different ways. So it, it just needs. I won't. I'll just. I won't get into it. But I'll just say that the group consciousness as a whole needs to become aware of it, of humanity, precipitate or catalyze spiritual evolution. So it's a big healing thing going on within humanity. So what are energetic implants and how do they work? Okay. People haven't tended to talk about these implants because they're stretched, tried, and skeptical minds, you know. But <clears throat> to remove them is more effective if people are aware of what's going on. So I imagine in the years ahead will be more transparent about the underlying cat- catalytic he- healing work Open Hand is doing. So what I was talking about, how we have openings in our stomach if we have, you know, and then food gets in and it causes allergic reaction. Well, we can compare that to our energy field. If there are holes in it and these implants get in there, you know, because, and then during the courses, um, okay, these energy implants, they tend to, there's a flow of energy and it, and a certain frequency of energy in 3D. And it is conducive to these implants, okay? Because it comes from um, the lower 3D and other lower realms of energy. But it's the way that they implant these things to control hum- humanity and also... Um, use the energy from humanity because they can't function on their own. They are using human humanity's energy. And part of it is to keep humanity in a lower consciousness, okay? So what we're, we're, we're doing is getting humanity's energy in a higher consciousness. So, you know, we we could I could talk about where they come from and all that stuff, and you can do some reading on it. But... Um, it can be our DNA can be influenced from a fourth density field because basically DNA is a transmitter of frequency, okay? And, you know, you know that when a person is sad, then their DNA changes. And if they're happy, their DNA changes. If you get yourself in a higher frequency, your DNA shifts. Um, that's why, you know, this frequency and this dolphin energy um, helps bring up the frequency and shift the DNA so these beings can't attach to and get into it, okay? So I'm putting the intention out that these diamond children, crystal children, and indigos have been holding this energy, be able to, or they have and will continue to stop this. That's what they're doing right now. And that's what they're focusing on right now. So, anyway.
anyway, it's it it the humanity have been limited and they've been controlled, and now that is changing. So, you know, people talk about humanity being a hybrid species that they're not what they used to be, but on a higher level, we're, we're spiritual beings and we have a certain resonance. And human DNA was at a certain resonance. It can be influenced by other beings like the crystal children and stuff because they have different higher resonance and it does affect humanity's DNA so they do affect it Um, one of the things about these energy implants they're close to things like the third eye and you know other chakras in the body so you know, when you do the inner work, you become aware of what's the normal hum of your chakras and what energy they are supposed to be at. And you can tell the difference if they, they're going down in frequency. But once you increase that frequency, then it's almost like in the chakra these flaps open up and then you can you can kind of see inside, or at least I can, and you can see where they're, they've had these things lodged in your field increase the energy and kind of pull them and um, that's what has to do with the heart fire um, anyway the 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 releasing of this energy from humanity and a lot of humanity have been walking around like zombies um, anyway this is um, this has been it's 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 not easy to talk about but you know I have to talk about it I meant for most people it's not easy to to talk about it. So what, you know, these indigo children and healers are doing right now is removing a lot of this. Anyway, so this life energy that humanity has in a collective has been used in this other realm. They They use the energy. The thing is to not be in fear when you're doing this type of energy work and not to be cringe from it, I guess. It's just to go in and to feel it and feel that it doesn't isn't a part of you and that you can manifest and put intention out and have it disappear and have even angelic beings take it. You know, um, some of the places that it it, it it happens is in the ear. But, you know, it's not on a physical plane. That's why I was talking about the energetic bodies last week. That's where it kind of happens. So you can direct your higher frequency energy to extract this implant. Anyway, so... It's it's pulled out instead of it it was inserted in you can pull it out and if anybody has any issues with it they can contact me on f- Facebook if they see these and then they they can't remove them themselves but I'm putting the intention out that humanity will be able to bring these things to the surface and this karmic energy and this other type of implanted energy and. Once that is gone, you know, the energy within humanity and all the chakras flow together. So 
what I do, I, I remove these entities because when these implants are there, there's entities that can kind of hide behind them. And I, I, I use um, the angelic realms to help me pull this energy out after I get it out, right, and dispose of it. And just besides these implants and these beings that have connected to humanity, the karmic energy is being healed. So all these, you know, crystal children and the diamond children, this is what basically they're here to do, get rid of that yucky energy and that energy that has... I just wanted to touch on that, okay? Um talking about that warm diet earlier there's also another type of diet when somebody's sick and having issues with diabetes and other things with you know carbohydrates and gmo things that have kind of screwed your system up there's there's a ketogenic diet weight loss diabetes epilepsy and multiple sclerosis Um, and the keto starves the cancer so there's an article here, and it's um, www.celebrityhealthfitness.com, 389-23 ketogenic diet aids weight loss, epilepsy, diabetes, multiple sclerosis, starves cancer. And I just wanted to mention that, you know, if somebody's having a lot of problems with, you know, retaining things at a cellular level because... Um, I'm going to talk a little bit about sugar, too, and what they put in the sugar and the foods. Um, this, getting back to this ketogenic diet, um, people that have epilepsy and cancer and, um, you know, diabetes and that, it's it's just, it's not a, a diet you stay on for a long period of time. It's the low-carb, high-fat diet to protect brain health for epilepsy. And for people who experience traumatic brain injuries, such as football players who suffer concussions, it helps with a different variety of seizures, and it's neuroprotective. So it's just, you know, for certain people that are having certain issues. But you should always go to a doctor about this. Um, I'm going to talk at some point about this doctor that, you know, does diets for people that have different health issues and that sort of thing. So... I'm a former nurse. I've worked in different fields in, in nursing, and so I have a lot of experience. And I'm, you know, a nutritional um, holistic healer too. So uh, they just said here that they use this diet for the Navy SEALs so they prevent getting seizures during rigorous underwater training exercises. And it's been known to prevent even reverse multiple sclerosis because, you know, the lining of the myelin sheath. I get stripped. So anyway, this person, um, Terry Walls, was diagnosed with MS in 2000, has managed her multiple sclerosis since 2008 with her personalized keto paleo diet, which is detailed in her bestseller, The Walls Protocol. So she's riding a bike now. She's not in a wheelchair anymore. So she reversed her multiple sclerosis after adopting a low-carb, high-fat, paleogenic, organic, you know, diet. So, so it's 
pretty amazing what can happen. So that's that's why I wanted to. We were talking about the inflammatory stuff that's going on with high carbs, and you know, processed foods and stuff. It's, it says here, Dr. Eric Westman, co-author of Keto Clarity, who said ketos has provided uh, proven health. When we restrict carbs in our diet, we can prevent pro-inflammatory spikes in blood glucose and blood insulin. So, you know, when you're going to a higher frequency, the the diet you have changes, okay? So it's into more of a less processed diet. Anyway, he talks about um, health of the mitochondria and um, things backing up when you have a lot of you know, fructose and all those different types of sugars, they clog up your uh, cells and your body can't, you know, glucose, uh, glycogen cycle gets messed up and your insulin spikes. So, you know, it, it, it causes a lot of problems with diets and stuff like that. But read the rest of that because I think that's kind of important. Sorry about the sniffling today. It's just um, getting a lot of... Uh, and then I wanted to read this thing about... Um, I I know it's going to... Sugar. Um, a friend of mine, he was eating a whole bunch of really crappy stuff, and he was, like, pre-diabetic. And I was trying to tell him, like, fructose and some of those sugars that are processed or made... Um, chemically and that sort of thing you know that it's going to it's going to cause harmful effects in your metabolism anyway they they go this article it's called um authoritynutrition.com 10 disturbing reasons why sugar is bad so i think if you just google 10 reasons why sugar is bad and you know sugar contains no nutrients is bad for your teeth so this is like added sugar okay and then um, added sugar is high in fructose, which can overload your liver and cause fatty liver and a whole bunch of other stuff. I, I'm just going an overview because I've really gone over the time. Overloading the liver with fructose can cause non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. And sugar can cause insulin resistance, stepping stone towards metabolic syndrome and diabetes. And insulin resistance can pr- progress to type 2 diabetes. And... Um, Skipped one there. Sugar can give you cancer because it actually feeds it. And insulin is one of the key hormones in regulating this sort of growth. So for this reason, scientists believe that having constantly elevated insulin levels, a consequence of sugar consumption can contribute to cancer. In addition, the metabolic problems associated with sugar consumption are no uh, driver inflammation. So, you know, we were talking about high in- inflammation and, you know, I was talking about eating certain foods cooked to help you digest it better, but they're not processed foods, okay? So people that, they have studies that shown eat a lot of sugar at a higher risk of getting cancer. And then number seven is due to its effects on hormones in the brain. Sugar has unique fat-promoting effects. And eight, because it causes massive dopamine release, sugar uh, in the brain, sugar is highly addictive. So it's like snorting... A donut. <laughs> Nine, sugar is a leading contributor to obesity in both adults and kids. Okay, so 
you don't see uh, diamond children wanting to eat crappy food. I'm sure some of them do, but for the whole, they know, you know, what's right and what they should do. And anyway, the sugar affects hormones in the brain as a recipe for fat gain disaster. So it leads to decreased satiety, which means, you know, you get addicted and they lose control over consumption and they start eating like crazy and snacks. And so... Um, the link especially strong on children whose daily servings of sugar-sweetened beverages is associated with a whopping 60% increased risk of obesity. And then, you know, to put to boot, you know, when you you drink sugarless stuff, it causes even it to be even worse because it it affects your hormones too. So, uh, ten, it ain't the fat; it's the sugar that raises your cholesterol and gives you heart disease. So, that's another thing. So. Take this message, okay, for people who can't tolerate it and who are eating it all the time, especially added sugar is not great. It's bad for you. So all the good things I'm talking about today is is healing. These diamond children and all these other children are here to heal humanity, but we also must be responsible for ourselves. So, you know, if you've already got a messed up metabolism, you could try that keto diet with your doctor to try to get things. But, you know, try to get yourself off sugar, and especially a lot of caffeine. And, you know, I'll be back next week to talk to you, but, you know, it's it's was a long show and a lot going on, and that's what happens sometimes. Much love. And here's to humanity going into higher consciousness and changing the way they see things, realizing what they don't want, and seeing what is beautiful and what they do want, and creating a whole new reality here. Fifth dimensional consciousness is about opening yourself up to love and opening up your higher chakras and just the collective consciousness and cosmic consciousness, just seeing beyond the self. You know, it's always good to do the self-search and stuff like that, but it's also important that we be connected to each other because we're all one within God, source and love, okay? Much love. Thank you for listening to This Dimensional Living with your host, Diane Bachberger bringing awareness to our world of greater love. For more information on Diane, please visit www.facebook.com forward slash dbachberger1. May your hearts and minds always be open to experiencing a greater world.